It is uh, the DL Hughley Show, your birthday. Uh, uh, happy birthday to Dolly Parton. What a dope woman she is. And you're from, you, you lived in Nashville for a long time. She's she's a goddess down there in Nashville. She is. In Tennessee, period. Happy birthday to Lil Scrappy. Happy birthday to Sean Wayans. Happy birthday to Paula Dean. You know what? If Paula Dean had used olive oil as much as she said, she wouldn't have had type 2 diabetes. <laughs> diabetes. Remember they got mad at Paula Dean, but then she cooked, she cooked so good. She cooked so good, black people was like, I can see why. She, she cooked so good, she had a restaurant, you yeah, remember? Yeah, she did. Mm-hmm. Then, black folks was lying up out the door to get in there. And one N-word messed it all Woo! up for her. Happy birthday to Javal McGee. Happy birthday to Paul Rodriguez, who I just worked with uh, in, uh, where did I work with Paul at? It was a lot of fun, though. Happy birthday to uh, Zoe uh, Zero, a Houston rapper. Happy birthday to Katie Segal. Happy birthday to Luke Lonley. Happy birthday to Jeff Van Gundy. Happy birthday to Pete uh, Budigig. Happy birthday to Natalia Bryant, Kobe's uh, daughter. Happy birthday, posthumously, of course, uh, the one and only Mac Miller, uh, one of uh, DJ Lucy's favorite. Happy birthday to Gene, Stim- uh, Gene Stapleton, Edith on the uh, Archie Bucket. Oh, oh, Edith. Oh, Archie. Happy birthday to Junior Seau, one of the greatest linebackers ever to do it. Happy birthday to Edgar Allan Poe. Now, I, th- I believe I'm, I'm getting this right. He was from Baltimore. Um, but he wrote The Raven in Tribeca. Yeah, I think so that's you, right. I'm, yeah. I'm sure you're going to uh, see. Every time I say something, this is what happens uh, for those, who, those of you who, who don't see this. Jasmine looks at me. Her eyes say this is BS, and then she starts typing, which I know she's Googling me. Every time. It's always happening. Um, not every time. Some things are not worth Googling, but... Ha- happy birthday to John- <laughs> Janis Joplin. Happy birthday... I'm not going to say happy birthday to Robert E. Lee. Hey, Nikki Haley, if uh, there was never racism, why were there so many statues of Robert E. Lee? There are more statues of Robert E. Lee uh, than there ever would be of Jesus <laughs> in America. The last white dude that got a statue that didn't kill a lot of black people was Rocky, and even he beat up Apollo Creed, so I don't like him. <laughs> <laughs> and Jesus didn't ride a horse, you know. <laughs> no, no, a donkey. A donkey. Yeah, but yeah. when you, last time you saw a donkey statue. Yeah, 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 yeah. Point taken. <laughs> Other than Shrek, point apparently, taken. Apparently, you've not spent a lot of time in Mexico. But <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday to Dan Rees, uh, possibly NFL coach. Uh, of course, uh, we got a great show for you. It's what had happened was Friday. Jasmine's going to tell us what's trending. And, of course, we don't want you to hit Happy Hour of the Club. If you're not going to hit that, no worries. going to bring the party straight to you with the Hughley House Party on the D.L. Hughley Show. Tell what is trending. Like the kid, kid Jazz man. What man? Tell these good people what is trending. Well, Lil Nas X trending again, having oh. to apologize because of his uh, new single, Jay Christ. And he's telling people, listen, I'm not some kind of evil demon guy. People are upset because, you know, he. Well, first of all, I thought his apology was actually kind of cute because he had on a bonnet. Twin his hair. But if you see the video, it I'm is not a little. It, it's, you know. We remember the last video where he went down the pole. They gave the devil a lap dance. Yeah. Well, in this one, he is um, kind of, I guess, pictured as uh, Christ on the the crucifix on what the does, cross. What, what do Christians need to be so upset for Jesus for? I don't know. Well, he, I mean, he, doesn't, he, doesn't, he doesn't need us. Yeah. He got it covered. And if you're a Christian, do what they're supposed to do. Forgive them. Yeah. yeah I mean, I, I just don't like what, what are you acting in Jesus instead for? You don't need that. I don't know. He says, I'm not the first person to dress up as Jesus. I'm not the first rapper. I'm not the first artist. And I won't be the last. No. He was like, I was not making light when he, you know, even I if guess, it was. to take communion. He was like, even you know, if he was. Yeah. I even mean, listen, he, he let him do what he wants to do. Exactly. Either you dig it or you don't. Remember Madonna? She had Leon. Yeah. Who was like Jesus. a prayer. Yep. People were mad about that. They More so because he was black. Yeah. 
It was mad about that. <laughs> they were really pissed off. They, and black women were like, oh, Jesus had to have white woman too, everybody. <laughs> and black women was like, oh, Jesus is fine. That's what we were saying. <laughs> we was like, wow, is that what he looked well, you like? Know, no, he didn't look like <laughs> No, we know, but I'm saying in the video, we were like, oh, you know, my biblically, based on the diet of those he people. He had a hump, hump back. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he, yeah, he, he looked, looked like Jamie Foreman. He, he looked more like Danny DeVito than he ever did. <laughs> he did. Right. He, I'm, I'm just, based on the diet of those people and the size and the, and, the, and well, he wasn't short like that. Though. He was he was squat and humpback more than likely. He certainly wasn't doing a little cardio. No. There. I don't know if he, he was short like, like that. Hanging tell, well, that's what that listen, <laughs> ain't no way. We know he wasn't uh, Brad Pitt from Legends of the Fall. <laughs> no, he we, know we that. definitely know that. Yeah. If, we know if that. Jesus came back and saw that white dude on the cross, he would ask, who is the acrobat? <laughs> <laughs> like, and when did I start working at Cirque du Soleil? I don't know. What that is. <laughs> anyway, finally trending, for those of you who saw the viral video of the student who fought the teacher in St. Louis. Did you see that? The student, it was a black girl and a black teacher, she was going to the, her locker. She said she needed to get her um, anti-seizure medication. Oh. And I don't know, you know, if the teacher was like, you know, get back in. I don't know what happened, but I know the student put that, that mama in the hospital. I know that. But shortly after, when the security came, she did suffer a seizure, for sure. But she's okay. She is facing charges, though. So, Well, she knew the seizure was coming on. She was, yeah. Perhaps. She can blame that ass why she had a seizure. Maybe that's what she was whooping that ass with a seizure. I don't know. Yeah. She seized her opportunity. Yeah. I don't think we should be so callous about that. Oh, you did what? I'm having a seizure salad later on. Oh, man. I don't think I said that. That's what's trending. Seizure salad. It's okay. Don't bite your tongue. She's jazz. She's smart. It's the Jazzy Report on the D.L. Hughley Show. Now it's time for the Jazzy Report. Apple will now require a court order or search warrant to give push notifications data to law enforcement. Hell yeah. In a way, uh, a move away from the previous practice, obviously. Uh, Apple previously followed, um, allowed authorities to obtain records associated with its push notifications through a subpoena, which police departments and law enforcement agencies can issue without judicial authority. No, no. Not doing that no more. No, you shouldn't do it. Everybody wants freedom until it starts to cost people freedom. That's well, crazy. That's because once it starts to cost you, it's not free, yeah. right? Yeah. So an insulin body spray could actually banish the need to have a shot if you have diabetes. <laughs> it's a squirt. It's, psh, patients squirt the insulin directly onto their inner forearm where the ten, the skin tends to be a little thinner and uh, allowing for easier absorption. And within minutes, it gets in, absorbed into your bloodstream and it helps the blood cells mop up that sugar and, uh, you know, use it for energy. Control is, is that Axe body spray? No, that's metamorphin. Yeah. Metamorphin. Don't you lick that off. <laughs> metformin. Don't lick that metformin, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, 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 no. My no. insulin's dropping. Don't kiss my neck. I told you, man. Yeah, don't get that on your tongue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. We've had some great callers this weekend. If you missed them, not to worry. It is uh, What It Happened Was Friday. This is the Dale Hughley Show. Looking for engaging discussions and thought-provoking content? Look no further. Listen to the D.L. Hughley Show podcast on UrbanOnePodcast.com and wherever podcasts are found. It is the D.L. Hughley Show, your indictment update. Um, so it's what it happened was Friday. So Monday was a holiday, of course. And Tuesday, what it happened was a social media influencer rants about what jobs grown ass men should have, specifically degrading fast food, retail and city workers. Uh, take a listen to what she had to say. 
the list of jobs that men should not do, especially grown ass men. Okay. For one, any fast food restaurant, anything in retail. Okay. I don't want to see no grown ass man handing me a dress. Like guys, give it up. And for you men that think that it's high value to work for the city. <laughs> Let me tell you something. You're absolutely wrong, all right? No police officers, no firefighters, no construction workers, no mailmen, no post office. Um, if you consider that a high-value man, you're absolutely wrong. Stop it. What do you think of her dumbass viewpoint? I'll leave that <laughs> to you. You said. <laughs> I just wanted to say I think it's pretty sad that we as a people or just us as a generation can put our morals and values mainly on a job. You know, I'm a state worker and I feel like I'm paying that, the, the female that made that comment, I'm probably paying for her EBT card. So to say something about high value and to equate that to your career has it doesn't even go hand in hand. And that just lets us see how small our mindsets are becoming. Social media has got this young lady delusional. I don't know what she think a high value man is or she ever seen one, but working construction, a police officer, a fireman, those are honorable jobs. I don't know what she's looking for. I guess she's looking for a drug dealer because that doesn't make sense to me. Well, I don't agree with her. Uh, I feel like uh, if it's women need to start supporting our men a little bit, building their debt, you don't have to have the best job in the world, but come on now, A for effort. At least he ain't in and out of jail. Debt matters. Oh, man, I got a lot to say, but I got to keep it short. Listen, I don't understand these women out here. If a man can't go, to, if he go to work and he, he ain't bringing in enough money, y'all ain't happy. If the man go to work and he doing some kind of job that you don't think is satisfactory to you, you ain't happy. I'm, I mean, what's a man to do? If the world is changing so much, man, that this is just absolutely ridiculous. How about you just go back to the drawing board and start over? Because your good woman list ain't all that is made out to be. The simple fact that that lady sound like a damn fool. First of all, only God sit that high to be able to judge somebody. That's first and foremost. Secondly, you never know what a person is going through, why they choose to work where they work, okay? And not only that, a lot of times people choose to work where they enjoy working. So, you know, don't sit there and judge somebody for their choice on where they want to work. At least they have a job. Well, I don't think that's right. I mean, you know, some of us, we can only work at the jobs that we qualified for, that we can get. And I wouldn't want a woman that wants me because of my income. Now, I don't do any of those jobs. I'm a licensed um, addictions counselor. But, I mean, I would have took one of them if I could have got one of them. I thought the cheesecake factory thing was off the rails. But this is really unconscionable, Okay. Young women got this thing now that a man has to take care of them. I don't know where they got that from. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm just too old to know. But I believe that two people working together can make the real turn. But these women got this like, first of all, you got to come with a sack of money first. You got to come with an education first. And then you go back and look at their lives. I want to know what this young lady does. I wish somebody can go and see what she does. Because she sounds like she got a third great education. That being said, nobody's here to take care of you, okay? If you find a guy that's drug-free, believe in the Lord, work as an honest guy, love you beyond the moon, put a couple of other things, go for it. 
More of this week's best calls. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. It is uh, the D.L. Hughley Show, your indictment update. Of course, it is what it happened on Friday. Wednesday, what it happened, happened was we found out and uh, uh, recent studies have said that black women are the biggest growing group of gun owners. Why do you think that is? It was a question we posed to you. I'm ducking, but you said. <laughs> a lot of people don't realize, but what black women are going through now is called a black femicide. In 2020, reports showed that black women were being killed every five hours, right? By 2022, it increased to every four and a half hours. We're not being killed necessarily by cops, white, Hispanic, or Asian, but by our own brothers. There was a viral TikTok in Philadelphia where a black man was so frustrated by the black woman's response to them. He pleaded for black men to protect us because it's so bad in Philadelphia. Women literally run from their cars, run into stores. He said one woman, he was trying to get her attention to tell her she dropped something. She was so scared she grabbed a child and ran. The fear that black women now have with our own is very, very sad. And like the other woman has stated that even women getting hit on are being attacked. You have the woman who turned down the guys in New York because she didn't want to accept a bottle of wine. They tried to bite her face off. Another woman recently got turned down. A guy hit her. She turned him down. He hit her with a brick in her face. It's like, what do we do when our own men aren't even protecting us? And then you see videos on TikTok where some black men are just standing there watching us get attacked. So we have no choice but to protect ourselves, get guns, get tasers, get mace, get all these things. Well, let me put it to you like this. First of all, they keep saying they don't need a man. And then the next thing, because of what y'all was just talking about, that bathroom issue. I don't blame them women. Fire them up. Fire them up. Before, if a woman was getting assaulted, black, white, purple, we'll always have men or anybody able to help us. Now there's nobody to help us, so we got to help ourselves. And two, these kids nowadays have no respect. Before, you wouldn't rob a child or, an, or a woman. Now they'll beat down a child. So now you come after us, we're going to pop you. Uh, 380 Smith & Wesson with their name on it. Come for me if you want to. I can't encourage my wife to go get a gun because I can't carry none because it's 25 to life for me. And she got to protect us. Yeah, she got to protect us because these cuckoos is crazy out here. And I live in Baltimore, Maryland. So that's why they carry it. And they got to protect themselves as well. I'm a single black female and I purchased a weapon because I feel safer. The neighborhood I live in is safe, but the neighborhood that's a block away is not. And my job requires that I leave early morning hours and I no longer felt safe. I'm going to take my concealed weapon permit next week. Uh, I'm a small arms instructor. I'm an NRA small arms instructor, ex-military instructor. And I feel that not only women, but black people, not only black women, but black people in general are uh, to the point to where they're actually afraid uh, of what's going on these days as far as that they're subject to you know, horrendous activities that go on uh, as far as murder, uh, rape, assault, uh, robbery, and so forth. So here in Raleigh, um, I uh, instruct anybody black, women or men, I instruct them on small arms safety, uh, handgun handling, uh, so forth and so on, because it's time that uh, we as black people uh, learn how to adequately and safely defend ourselves. So yesterday what yeah. happened was, Dr. <laughs> Dr. Umar uh, said that uh, we shouldn't judge Sukiana or uh, Sexy Red. He says that if there were more black uh, fathers, there would be no promiscuous woman. Do you agree? That was the question we posed to you. You said. 
I get it um, that they everybody has their view on that, but it is a great impact to have a strong man, whether it's a father, whether it's a fill-in in the life of a young woman. And yes, it does dictate how she handles herself in the world. Because if she is taught how to behave from home, she has no use to go in public to search for validation, search for love, or search for the void that was never there. So it is very important to have that father figure in the home. And without it, it is a missing link. People are misconstrued when they think that just because a dad is in the home will have a positive effect on a daughter. There's a lot of women who were molested and violated by their dads. I'm pretty sure they wish that dad wasn't in the home. So um, I think that Dr. Umar was totally wrong on that, and maybe he needs to go back and study a little more. The absent fathers is the main reason a lot of these young women is so promiscuous. A man's job is a protector and a provider. That man teaches his woman, and that woman teaches the kid. So the absent father is the main reason of this. A lot of them women that's promiscuous has been hurt, has been abused, or has been um, molested in some, you know, shape, form, or fashion. So once you got the man in the house, the man teaches um, the boys, you know, teaches these young men how to treat women, and you wouldn't have these problems. But but a lot of this stuff comes from, you know, these, these young women need money. Um, they, they, they selling their body for, for a couple of dollars. So when the man is in the house, that's, this can eliminate that. That's why they broke up the black family. In the, in, in, in the 70s and, and did that feminist movement to take the man out the house. You know, it's so much emphasis on all of the missing fathers, the absentee fathers, but why is there no emphasis on the absentee mothers that are starting to collaborate with this generation? So what is the fault on that when there's no mother involved and the father is just there? What is his perception on that type of situation? Now it's time to give a deserving someone the Shoe Booty of the Week Award. And now it's time for the Shoe Booty of the Week Award. Oh, hell yeah. Hunter Biden is the son of President Joe Biden. An American attorney and businessman. That's pretty neat. He formerly worked as a banker, a lobbyist, and a legal representative for lobbying firms. We're all really impressed. So, why is Hunter Biden this week's recipient of the Shoe Booty of the Week Award? Answer the question! Hunter gets the shoe booty because he has taken white privilege to a whole new level. He's a total disgrace. Hunter is the son of the leader of the free world. But when his name comes up, we think about drugs. Just be calling me, man. Be calling me, man. I just gotta go to him. I need help, man. He's done more booger sugar than Scarface. He may look nice, but he's more like Wayne Brady on The Chappelle Show. Is Wayne Brady gonna have to choke him shit? And of course, there's the money schemes and scandals. How to make more money without using your money. And the laptop. Oh, that's good. No, that's bad. This laptop has more plot twists than the season of Game of Thrones. Man, this is some bullshit. This guy is a hot mess. Biden is charged in a California federal court with three felony tax offenses and six misdemeanors. He engaged in a scheme in which he failed to pay at least $1.4 million in self-assessed taxes from 2016 through 2019. That's a lot of damage. 
Top it a little more. He's doing so much dirt, Donald Trump is saying he's the son I never had. You are fake news. And that's why the Shoe Booty of the Week award goes to Hunter Biden. Now, here's a swift kick in the ass. If you know somebody who's not up on the D.L. Hughley Show, call them right now and tell them they need to be listening in 10 minutes. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. For those of you who are not regular listeners of the D.L. Hughley Show, here's just a tiny sample of why you should listen every day. Yep. So you can tell me about this Rhode Island goofy. Mm-hmm. We don't even know who this is. Who is this? <laughs> you see what, what Roland did to that dude? No. What? Oh, my God. This. He ate him alive. It was crazy. I love it when Roland does that, though. Absolutely yeah. love it. I mean, in between dancing and uh, wearing ascots <laughs> and daishikis. <laughs> <laughs> well, Roland is like, is like a, a Kwame Thurston Howe. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> what all that's about. Eric Adams was, you mean the mayor of New York? Well, you can see the mayor of New York, He was accused of a lot of things. You know, they confiscated his phones off the street. So them big-ass ears, he should have knew what was happening. Don't do that. What is he? (laughs) Why don't you talk about his ears? The the one thing, when your ears are that big, the one thing you should never be is surprised. (laughs) (laughs) I heard that! No, come on. That's the one thing. If you got big ears or eyes, you should never be shocked about anything. (laughs) Um, the, The thing I was remarking on is when you see somebody because you have your own unique style right. right did you dislike what I had on at the show yes <laughs> why do you think it was hard for you to get a pass back thing <laughs> no it's not I didn't dislike it I hated it I hated it. it so much I'm like why is he walking in my room like that <laughs> And, of course, the number one of the top five don'ts for your office holiday party. Don't get too handsy. Hell no, don't do that. You've been drinking a little bit. resources right there. Yeah, yeah. good. Put your eyes where my hands can see. That's it. Put your hands. That's backwards, but okay. (laughs) It is uh, the D.L. Hughley Show, your indictment update. update. Uh, So I'm in uh, in, in, uh, Seattle, and I'll drive into Tacoma. Play Nate's super funny comedy club. Mm. I got two tonight and two tomorrow on one on one uh, uh, Sunday. Jeff, have you ever played this club? I have. You like it? Fantastic yeah. club. Jasmine, are you, have you ever been to Seattle? I have. Did you like it? It was cool. You should. It was cloudy all the time. I didn't like that part. Yeah, it's like it's like a with the night. fish market things like that. I had yeah. a good time. Yeah. You know what? If you're nice, I'll send nice. you some sea bass. Uh, I'll go to the thank fish you. market. And seeing some sea bass. Appreciate it. And all you ladies out there, uh, send in your orders, and I'll send you like some crab legs. You know, you can get them with crab anymore. legs. Yeah. Oh yeah, ladies love crab yes. legs. <laughs> uh, that's Don't a joke because all the yes. all the you letters come here. Though. That's a joke. No, no, yeah. no, no. Yeah, I'm not going too I'm, easy. Yeah. <laughs> and by the time we get the letter, if you're sending a letter, why don't you send it to Pony Express? Because I'm going to be back by the time we have that happen. Who sends letters anyway? People still send letters. Man, mm-mm. they do. Yeah, y'all, y'all get letters all the time. Jasmine, yeah. I want me. You get a lot of prison letters. Prison. DL gets no, a lot you. of prison letters. Yeah. Yeah. DL and gets how? prison letters. Yeah, yeah. yeah. To help with his we case. We should read some of DL's prison letters. DL's letters are to help with their case. They one day want oh, to get some. Oh, yeah. Jasmine's is a whole different thing. When yeah. We, oh, yeah. Why is this letter so sticky? Shut up, uh, Ermain. <laughs> just. But a lot of prisoners are good artists. Yeah, you should see yeah. your own picture, Jasmine. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Yes, indeed. Wait, later, let's see. Um, yeah. We should do the for this. <laughs> uh, <laughs> coming at the side, we got my day butt of the week. Plus, it's Friday. You're not hitting happy hour or the club, so we're going to bring the party straight to you with the Hughley House party. And we have a Lebo, the streaming hack warrior, on the DL Hughley show. Now it's time for the streaming movie review with the Lebo, the streaming hack warrior. <laughs> What's that, Alibo? Today's movie has nothing to do with the race in Lucia, but it will make you swear. The movie is Aquaman and the Lost in Kingdom, starring Jason de Momoa. In this movie, the Black Manta is back in seeking revenge on Aquaman for his father's death. This time, he has the powerful Black Trident. To defend Atlantis, Aquaman forges an alliance with his imprisoned brother. Together, they must save the kingdom. Okay, first of all, I must be honest, deal, my home brother. I would rather watch a silent movie featuring the real housewives of the Potomac arguing to jesters than watch a movie that didn't need a sequel. I'm serious. <laughs> Jason Dimamore is a warrior, but I can hold my breath longer than him. I held my breath so long one time, I am officially known as the deadliest catch. I'm serious. <laughs> and of course, Jason Dimamore is the sharknado of actors. He's big, loud, stupid, and overhyped. <laughs> I give this movie one handbag and a matching swimming cap. Here's a New Year's Day resolution for you. I swear I will never watch this movie again. I'm serious. <laughs> this is Alibo, your hacking warrior, with the stream hacking movie review. Hamne selaminane. Stay safe and healthy. Hamne, hamne, ham. Oh, oh. All right, now it's time to take a peek into Jasmine's diary. Now, Jasmine. What? Oh, boy. Don't come on. We ain't even said anything. We we I have your diary. Going. Would you like for us to read it? I would like to read it myself. Okay, please. you like you like to. It'll be faster that way. Just would you like here. to read your diary? Yes, please. Or do you want us to read it? So you want to read it, right? Not us. Is that what I'm getting out of this? Lena, how do I say it in Spanish? No me jodas. Yes. Ooh, yeah. wow. No me jodas. Oh, wow. right. Damn. Wow. I called you a hoe? Oh, oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm meeting somebody in the alley. Like, here it is. <laughs> yeah. That's wow. <laughs> wants to have a baby, but she's not in a relationship. And she has asked her male friends to donate sperm, all of which have said no. And rightfully so. Two of them are married. Uh, I think another one is in a relationship. And another one is gay. And he's like, I don't want to have any kids. She asked me if I would allow my male friends to donate sperm. First of all, I have no control over their sperm, so you're asking the wrong person. But how would I feel knowing that my male friend has gifted sperm <laughs> to another friend of mine in order to have a baby? I know what you're thinking. It has nothing to do with me. The problem is, I've asked for sperm and nobody gave it to me, so why should I allow them to give it to somebody else? It's petty, I know. Again, it's not my place to say, okay, because it ain't mine. But I feel like it's mine adjacent because it's my friend. Get your own friends who are willing to give you sperm. I don't know what to say. So I'm kind of salty about it. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> I'll figure it out. We got a song for when your mom and daddy were still together. That's coming up next. People get very upset with me and they never, ever, ever, ever miss an opportunity to let me know how they feel. <laughs> 
with this segment called It is uh, the D.L. Hughley Show, your indictment update. update. Uh, If you're in Seattle, come check me out tonight or tomorrow or Sunday. I'm at Nate's Super Funny Comedy Club, two tonight, two tomorrow, and one Sunday. So come check me out if you have a chance. Uh, Lena, have you... So I didn't get to spend a lot, talk to you a lot since the holidays. Did you have a good holiday? I did. Did you do a lot of... Did you have a good time with your family? I did. Did you uh, bond with them again? Of course. What did you... uh, Bond with them again. Yeah. I mean, she she lives... (laughs) She lives in the West and they live in the East. So, yes. Yeah. It was great. It was amazing. Really? Yeah. You and your father got, got along? So. Yeah. You I actually really enjoyed my parents. Really? As yeah. opposed to... Huh? Sometimes you don't enjoy it. Yeah, sometimes. Like, yeah. But they're parents sometimes, yeah. you know. They, I think the same. I think they think the same thing about you, too. <laughs> no, I think they always love me. No. Oh, so you don't always love them? Of course. Then... I'm saying like they always enjoy me. Sometimes do you think that? Do you believe that? Yes. Well, we've got a couple of calls from your fans. <laughs> <laughs> ever let this dizzy bro come here again? Ever oh. or however you say that in Spanish? I don't know. You have to ask me that. <laughs> do you enjoy your family all the time, Jess? No. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> when I see them, I don't see them often. <laughs> yeah, so it ain't hard to. Uh, it'll be another ten years. Yeah, it's kind of yeah. right. It's, it's the Haley's Comet of families. They don't come from <laughs> Sadie Hawkins of family. Kind Jeff, of. do you enjoy your family? Some of them, like shot yeah. Chris. I do. Yeah. A couple other cousins. Yeah, once a dude gets shot, he's more. Ma- ma- he's more amenable. No, he is not. No. Chris is the same cowboy, nah. man. He's nah. the same dude. I bet you what. Now, nah, when they take your spleen out, you ain't as tough. <laughs> 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 I don't care what you say to me. I don't believe it. you. Somebody pop a cap in your ass. It changes your perspective. Dude, Let me tell you. I thought so. <laughs> All right, coming up this hour, we got a song for when your mom and daddy were still together. Plus, some people get very upset with the things I say, so we're going to give them an opportunity to express themselves with our segment called... No need to move them yeah. to the side. If you And we're bringing the party straight to you with the Hughley Arts Party on the D.L. Hughley Show. I know this is unbelievable. Some people get really upset with the things I say, so we're going to let them vent on our segment called F.U. D.L. Hughley. So won't you please welcome our F.U. D.L. Hughley correspondent, Little Niecy James. Hello, this is Niecy. C. James, your F.U. Dio Hughley correspondent. Our first F.U. Dio Hughley comment comes from Instagram. Absolve22 says, Dio, I heard you say you can't forgive. You said you hold a grudge and hatred until you die. Dio, I don't know how you can be so unforgiving when your beautiful wife has forgiven you for all the horrible transgressions you put her and your family through over the years. She should have left you a long time ago, Dio. Lucky for you, she is so forgiving. Our next FUDA Hughley comment comes from Facebook. Women's Lib 3000 says, Dale, I heard you say a woman should always fix her man's plate before she feeds the kids. Look here, Hughley. This is no longer the 50s. Ward and June Cleaver are long gone. If you are really the man you say you are, you'd get your lazy butt up and fix your woman's plate. That's the least you could do for her putting up with your chauvinistic self. Fuck you, dear Hughley. Today's last FDDO Hughley comment comes from Facebook. Righteous One says, Mr. Hughley, I don't know if your FUDL Hughley segment is funny or just shocking. The problem I have is about your correspondent, Lil Niecy James. How could you have such a cute little girl using such foul language? I'm sure you're breaking some kind of child decency laws. F*** you, DL Hughley. Righteous One, don't worry about me. I got this. F*** you too. Well, that's it for this week. This is Denise James, your F.U.D.L. Hughley correspondent. And until next week, bye. All right, now it's time for what you need to know with the one and only Sybil Wilkes. 
It's Sybil Wilkes with what you need to know. Murders and kidnappings have resumed in Abuja, Nigeria after a 10-month respite. Over two dozen people were abducted last week on the Abuja-Kaduna Highway, followed by 10 others who were kidnapped in nearby Dusetsi Alhoji by gunmen reportedly dressed as military officers. As Abuja is struggling with a rash of abductions, security experts say the government has an obligation to address the crisis and explain why breaches are increasing in the federal capital territory. A luxury watch is reportedly to blame for Arnold Schwarzenegger being detained at a German airport. TMZ is reporting the actor and former governor of California was stopped after trying to take an unregistered luxury watch through customs. Sources told TMZ Schwarzenegger was detained for three hours. He agreed to prepay potential taxes on the watch, but a credit card machine failed for an hour and an ATM machine had too low of a cash withdrawal limit. I'm Sybil Wilkes. Be informed. Be empowered. Thank you, Sybil. What have you learned is coming up next on the D.L. Hughley Show. Uh, that is going to do it for us, ladies and gentlemen. It's the D.L. Hughley Show, your indictment update. update. Um, okay. Listen, if you're in Seattle, <laughs> uh, the Seattle-Tacoma area, the SeaTac. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be at Nate's Super Funny Comedy Club this uh, tonight, uh, tomorrow, and Saturday. Two tonight, uh, two tomorrow, and one Sunday. So come check me out if you take a notion, Jasmine Sanders. Yes. What on earth did you learn today? Well, I want to say shout out to St. Jude uh, for yeah, the hospitality uh, this weekend in Memphis, where I am trying to stay warm. Uh, appreciate them for the invite and looking forward to learning more about uh, their advances in medical technology and the, some of their life saving missions to save a lot of children. So you're in Memphis, the where? When? Memphis, Tennessee. When are you going? I'm here now, all weekend. Oh, I thought you were out. You gonna stay there? No, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna fly in and fly back and then okay. fly back for the weekend. I was just, I was just wondering. I just wondered <laughs> some more things. Honestly, we're gonna stay there. Um, yes. All right, all right. You know what? I FedEx your ass so fast. I know you I will. Skip my man Cheatham. What'd you learn today? Hey, if you are a Prince fan and uh, gonna be in New York sometime this year after forty. Baby, baby. After 40 years, Prince's Purple Rain is going to become a Broadway musical. So, uh, that's, uh, see how that goes. Well, that, he would not So, be we do better than the color purple. We'll need that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> is Oprah producing this? Oh, wow. Uh, coming up with the next Neil Hughley show, the military man. I think Prince wrong. stays so skinny. I don't know. Oh. Oh. You too, hot to beat me. Uh, on the next Neil Hughley show, the military man Jamal Kingsley returned to expose racism hidden in our everyday lives. <laughs> Plus, we got another special K uh, short bus records banger. Have a great weekend. It's the Neil Hughley show. We will definitely see you on the other side. Kyle, my favorite short bus operator. Pull that string. We got to go. Pew, pew, pew. Oh, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <damn it. laughs> this is the D.R. Hughley Show. See you on the other side.